Welcome to Refirement Life, the podcast for anyone navigating life transitions or planning to make life transitions to ensure your next years are your best years. Listen in for insightful, generous, and sometimes humorous conversation. It's time to get fired up with Christine Zamuda and Muge Wood, your hosts for this latest episode of Refirement Life. All right. So welcome to our first inaugural podcast. This is Refirement. And we are going to spend a little bit of time talking about what refirement means. It's a, it's a, a phrase that we've recently coined and think it could be of high interest to, to many, many people. Uh, my name is Christine Zamuda. I am a, a former chief of staff of Microsoft uh, tech exec, and I'm here with my good friend, Mugay. We're going to talk a little bit about our backgrounds before we get into the podcast, but Mugay, let's first uh, introduce you. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, hi, Christine. Hello, everyone, whoever is listening to us. Um, I am just really excited uh, to be doing this with Christine and engage with you uh, as we talk about how best to uh, thrive in the face of transitions. Uh, a little bit about my background. Uh, from a career standpoint, um, I spent 10 years at Accenture in business process transformation track, working with chemical industry companies. Uh, and for the past 18 plus years, I've been at Microsoft um, with different um, technical pre-sales roles um, to help our customers uh, transform their businesses. Um, currently, um, I am with our energy industry um, uh, talking about solutions that can be enabled by particularly AI, the, the biggest topic of our time. Uh, I was born and raised in Turkey. Um, I have two college-age kids uh, who are going to two big rival universities in Texas. Uh, that UT makes and life at home interesting. Interesting, right? it, is, uh, it is house divided. We have two sets of uh, college um, uh, merchandise to make sure we are advocating for the right school at the right time. Um, and uh, I live out of uh, Houston, Texas. Fantastic. Well, it is so great to be able to do this with you, Mugay. Mugay and I have known each other for quite a long time, had the opportunity to, to work together in a, a number of different places at Microsoft and have become um, great friends over time. Um, a little bit about my background, as I mentioned earlier, I've been with, um, I, I guess, in corporate America 33 years. I worked at Mobile Oil for a good stretch. Uh, I worked at Microsoft for a lot of years, you know, 25 plus, 26, and um, also spent some time at a startup kind of in between decades at, at, at within my Microsoft career. I'm also a professional artist, so I really enjoy creating and painting. I'm an abstract artist. All my work's inspired by music. Um, also, like Muge, I have two children. I have a, uh, a son and a daughter. And they are almost independent. My daughter is out starting her own uh, public relations career, very newly graduated. Uh, my son still has two years in college at uh, Towson University here in Maryland, where I live. Uh, I'm you know, super excited to start this journey with Mugay. And, and our goal really here is to provide you with uh, generous and 
helpful, insightful information that you know we're gathering through uh, speaking with experts in the field, bringing um, into this our, our own learning, uh, and hope, hoping that we give you some things that you can actually act on that would um, allow you to really take hold of what we're calling refirement. And essentially, you know, re refirement is the opportunity for anyone who's making a life transition to live your life with uh, even more purpose, uh, greater joy, and um, think about the, the life ahead. We're seeing that people are living much, much longer. And so what do we do with these years and, and how do we make ourselves, you know, super productive and uh, also just, you know, enjoy what's ahead? That's um, that's that's terrific. I am just uh, fired up talking about refirement because uh, it's just uh, the term, uh, Christine, that you came up with and the concept, um, it just bundles in it passion um, and living your best life um, and how transitions that we may experience in life can actually be accelerators uh, to find deeper meaning. And uh, uh, you know, this also came about at a time when we are surrounded by layoffs, unfortunately, right? That is the um, uh, at this point in time, that's what's going on, uh, especially in the big tech industry uh, and beyond. Uh, we are surrounded by layoffs. Um, you know, your job may be eliminated. Your friend's job may be eliminated. Your job may be changing. You may ask to do more with less. Um, all of that may create a point of reckoning to say, what do I I want to do exactly and uh, and you know the change is not always about the job it, it can be another life event um, and what we are feeling and observing uh, that led us to this point is especially um, 50s and beyond um, uh, it can be our best chapter yet um, and some of these changes even though at its face could be unsettling um, can be great accelerators um, to have fun, um, to find new passions, um, and um, to really live your best life. And how do we do that? Well, that's the question, Christine, you and I ask ourselves every day um, and uh, make some progress towards it, um, have some reflections on it. And we want to share all of that and um, also get, um, you know, your your perspective, your feedback. Yeah, exactly. I, th I think the first thing to, to touch on is, well, there's two two thoughts. There, there is no longer, I think, this basic three stages of life. And the three stages of the biggest transitions are, are typically you go through education, you, you graduate, you, you know, achieve some level of academic success, and you go into the workforce and, you know, hopefully have a, a, a great career, either working at home, within the home, raising children, or um, outside of the home, doing, um, you know, lots of different, um, different jobs, right? And then there's re retirement. And the word retirement is kind of interesting. I, I looked up, what's the root of that word? And what does it mean? And it comes from the French language. And it actually means to go into seclusion, which was like wow. kind of shocking. Right? That doesn't sound too good. It doesn't sound too 
too good at all. <laughs> it doesn't sound too good at all. So when we think about refirement, there's the opportunity to look at any transition. I think you know some of the things we'll talk about over the course of, of these sessions is really how do you start to prepare yourself now for any transition? And if you think about transitions, there's always energy at the edges of transitions, right? You think about a wave coming onto the beach and the and the the energy that you see physically. Um, you know, certainly uh, there's transitions in simple ways. You go into a party and you are greeting people. The way you enter a room really matters. The way you leave a room really matters. So all of these moments are are times of um, simple little transitions, or as we see in retirement, hopefully now refirement, there's opportunities to do um, even, even more um, interesting things that keep you mentally sharp, keep you physically sharp, keep you socially connected. There's so much research that talks about um, the, the intangible assets you have and the intangible assets you have are friendships, social connections, and how do you, how do you use those? So, um, yeah, so you know, when when you think about um, refirement, the other little helpful stat was uh, something that I got from a book called The Hundred Year Life. And The Hundred Year Life, we'll put it in the, the podcast notes, but essentially uh, what this book said, and it was written by Linda Grafton, that Anyone born in 2014 has an estimated 50% chance of reaching 100. So it's no longer an anomaly that we're an anomaly that we're going to live longer. And then you know, hey, well, what can we do with that time to make us make us more productive? Absolutely, it is. Um, I think uh, very inspiring and exciting. Um, what is ahead of us in general? Um, and. Uh, you know, there are a lot of studies, like you said, Christine, on this. And uh, uh, when you talk to um, uh, 80 plus, 90 plus uh, year old um, uh, individuals uh, and say, what is your secret? What's your secret to your vitality, your longevity? And one thing that jumps up is, um, you know, they are learning new things. Um, they are choosing to experience new things. Um, they are connected socially to the community, to their friends uh, uh, in different Different ways, um, they are being of service um, to um, uh, to their community, and that is that is really inspiring. Um, anytime I hear. Um 98-year-old woman uh, completing a marathon, um, uh, doing gymnastics, um, and uh, it is it is just the potential is really limitless, um, and also time is finite. Um, yeah. So with that combination, um, it opens a whole chapter of possibilities uh, for us to really thrive uh, individually and uh, and collectively. So um, what I am wondering is um, with that backdrop. Where do we even begin um, to uh, not only find the ultimate answer, but at least uh, make steps towards it? Because the answer may also continue to evolve as we evolve, right? It's not um, what we think now may not have been what we thought um, when we were in our 20s. And exactly. that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, I, I think you hit on something. You said, you know, these people are, are learning and doing different things than they've done in the past. 
And as I've been reading some of these books, one of the things it said is, um, you know, when you're going through a transition in life, it's really important also to expand your circle of people because the same people who you've been with for forever are not going to show you necessarily new things. So it's, it's like open your mind, um, open your, your, uh, you know, your circle to be, to experience different things. And I think if we want to draw a little inspiration, you mentioned, you know, some of these older people doing amazing things. Here's a couple, um, a couple little tidbits here. The oldest person to ever live was um, someone named uh, Jean Louise Calmet. She was from France, died at 122 years. And um, she lived a very fruitful life. She took up fencing in her 80s. She uh, was appeared in a film, Vincent and Me, at the age of 114, <laughs> notably the oldest actress on record. And uh, she took up fencing. She continued to, to cycle. And she claimed that her secret to long life was olive oil, port, wine, and chocolate. And oh, and also she gave up smoking at the age of 120. So. Well, I mean, the recipe right there, just follow that, right? I mean, it says chocolate. So right there, we are exactly. onto something here. Um, yep. Exactly. We're so in. We're so in. Um, yeah. So there, there's lots um, there's lots of uh, opportunities there. Uh, there's um, a couple other folks. Yuchiro um, Muria became the oldest person to climb Mount Everest at age 80. And despite saying the climb down nearly killed him, he made it and beat the previous age record by four years, which is amazing. Um, here's another one. Ruth Flowers, this woman passed away in 2014, decided when she was in her late 60s, she wanted to become a club DJ. Performing under the name DJ Mammy Rock, Ruth performed during the 2009 con film festival so that's like not a slacker event <laughs> stretch and released three sing sing single oh, singles um and then uh we'll put in the show notes that there's uh places where you can even watch her performance so you know mugay if you had a, a dj name what would you be <laughs> Wow, that's uh, that's quite something. Uh, first of all, I'll say um, music and movement are uh, big uh, catalysts uh, for inspiration. I am a big uh, Zumba fan. Um, so, um, you know, if I were a DJ, um, I, I think um, uh, it may have to be uh, named some type of flower. Okay. And uh, yes, I, I don't know what it is yet. It's because uh, my name um, is derived from a flower. Muge means uh, uh, white flower in French. Um, so I think it will have to be something uh, along those lines um, that I have to um, I have to think about. Uh, but you know, you bring up some amazing examples that show possibilities and. Uh, you know, we are in a way uh, only limited by our imagination, right? Um, and and being able to take that first step towards something new, uh, as scary as it may be, and I'll, I'll give a personal example. Um, I have um, two years ago started um, learning how to play tennis. 
Uh, I always wanted to do that. To be honest, I was drawn to it for the outfits. I just love the <laughs> outfits. Um, I love the culture and I love having my own space with a big bright ball coming at you, right? People are not chasing you like a basketball or something like that. So, and uh, I said, okay, you know, this is something I've been wanting to do for quite some time. It's not quite Mountain Everest, but it is my personal Mountain Everest, it feels like. And uh, uh, so, so I went into Lifetime Fitness. Uh, in Houston. Uh, there are eight indoor tennis courts, uh, and I am absolutely terrified to set foot on this court and looking at these people who are just getting the ball back and forth uh, like pro players. I'm like, okay, I have to I have to set foot on this court. And I did uh, with my little outfit, and um, it has become the beginning of a great experience, uh, not only uh, physically, you know, away from the computer, away from the tech job, uh, but socially that allow me to meet people from all kinds of backgrounds. Um, and while there is the comfort of a shared history with a friend of 30 years, there is also a lot of um, invigoration and energy we can drive from meeting people, even in much, much shorter periods. So I ended up uh, being able to establish a circle of friends I never would have had otherwise. Um, and it has been absolutely inspiring. So, um, but it all started with getting over my head and right. my fear uh, to say, okay, I'm just going to do this. And what is the worst that can happen, right? Nobody is judging me. This is between me and myself. Um, and I have to give this a go. Um, and uh, there are many experiences like that, um, I, I think, for all of us. Um, the key being, um, it, does it bring you joy? Does it give you a sense of energy and engagement that makes it worthwhile for you to take that leap? That's awesome. That's awesome. And we all have the same 24 hours in a day, right? So what are you going to do with the extra hour or the extra, you know, two hours that you could be doing watching Netflix? Like you went and you conquered your anxiety to get out on the tennis court and it's become a fabulous part of your life. It's fantastic. The outfits, Christine, the outfits. <laughs> I'm a tennis player too. I'm a tennis player too. I didn't, I don't know. I, I didn't ask you, are you a singles or doubles player? Um, uh, I like singles more. Um, okay. And the reason for that is um, I am terrified of the ball coming at me at the net. You know, when you are the person in front of the net, um, right. I feel like I have even shorter reaction time and I do all kinds of weird things. So I, I so I feel like <clears throat> so I feel like when it's singles, I have a little bit more of a reaction time. Uh, yeah. But then I have to work harder uh, even uh, to cover the court. So um, uh, now that's the, that's another goal. Graduate. Um, yeah. to also be a doubles player. And here is the other thing. We start talking about tennis now, but, you know, I go to Lifetime Fitness and I see 80-year-olds um, mm -hmm. uh, playing and playing very well. Mm -hmm. And uh, they they chuckle at this and uh, they play younger people and they say they go into mixers and yeah. people sometimes underestimate them. Exactly. They're like, oh, OK, how hard can this be? And next thing uh, they know, they are running all over the court and not being able to score a point. Um, so um, so it's 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 inspiring. And I think yeah, uh, it's just being able to get out there. Uh, and um, and try it out, uh, learn from it, try it um, is just uh, is just absolutely um, phenomenal. Yeah, and we yeah. have we have examples of that, right? Um, uh, some huge examples, but also uh, some examples uh, in our you know daily lives that are um, truly inspiring.
That's right. That's right. You know, my my own mom, she plays tennis. She's 74. She plays in the hot Florida sun multiple times a week. And I've always told her, you're going to get older, but I'm going to get better. I've never beat her. <laughs> I've never beat her. She's so inspiring. That's that's what I'm talking about. And, right. uh, you know, we talk about uh, what the uh, next chapter may look like. And, and when I started learning, you know, how to play tennis uh, in my 50s, um, my goal we are we joke about this with some of the other uh friends um in in this uh, environment is okay can we make it to a senior citizen tournament um and um really be good at that um you know it would be awesome if we are playing with 80 90 year olds and and we are we are out there so that's that's our goal make it to make it to the tournament of our for our age group um and just overall stay in the game stay in the game Stay in the game. I like that. I think that's that's the sound bite for this episode. Stay in the game. Stay in the game. I love it. I love it. So um, one other uh, way that we get inspired, you, you had mentioned um, a popular poet that you like so much. And, and I think there was also some good words of wisdom for our audience from your favorite quote. Yes, yes. So um, one of my uh, favorite um, inspirations um, is uh, Rumi. Uh, and he is a 13th century uh, poet and mystic um, out of uh, Anatolia, the ancient Anatolia. And uh, his teachings are um, really about love. Um, it transcends um, uh, ethnicities, geographical boundaries. It is love for yourself and love for those around you, um, and uh, um, and and what it sparks. And and one um, he has a, he has a book of these things. And when um, I need a bit of inspiration or when the going gets tough, I start reading through them. And one that I uh, particularly picked for our time together is um, he says, um, when you do things from your soul, uh, you feel a river moving you in joy. Um, so it brings you joy. When you're engaged in activities that are truly from your heart, um, it brings you tremendous joy. Um, and another thing that he says I use often is when something happens to you, you really don't know exactly if it is good or bad. Up until, you know, time unfolds and the interconnectedness of the events plays out. And uh, one of his favorite saying is um, good news, bad news, who knows? We mm. don't know when something happens to us. Is it good? Is it bad? So just let everything unfold. Find your joy um, and um, and continue to um, find that um, sense of peace um, and gratitude for what you have right now um so um uh, it's, it's just um it's a pretty timeless um uh, in my opinion um set of um philosophy and thinking and what i learned about rumi uh, actually is um he's one of the best-selling poets in the united states as well which is uh, very interesting um his um uh, uh, philosophy surviving to this day and essentially being um timeless I think he inspired me to read some of his poetry. I have come across um, many of his quotes, usually uh, in the form of an image that, you know, someone put in a presentation. I can't say that I've I've read a lot, but I've always like stopped and looked and it was like, wow, like they tend to be very, very short, but powerful right quotes and and full of wisdom, like the one that you just shared. So thank you for sharing that. It's awesome. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I keep going back to it. And you're right. Sometimes they are paired with uh, powerful images. And I don't remember uh, very many uh, factual things or jokes and things like that. But those short snippets, I do remember. Um, and uh, they do help me um, either um, or, you know, make the most of a transition, overcome adversity or simply uh, serve, as, uh, in, serve as inspiration. Awesome. So we talked about the the road ahead and some of those amazing accomplishments that um, some centurions had had delivered in their later years. H- how about you, Muge? What, what kind of uh, accomplishment or, or record breaking feet would you like to tackle? <laughs> well, um, I, I think it's an ongoing uh, list for me. Um, so first of all, I find great inspiration in travel. I, I find travel as a way of growth to see how uh, people live and experience cultures while having a shared foundation of um, family um, and uh, wanting to do the best for your environment. So um, so I want to travel to all six continents, uh, first mm-hmm. of all. Uh, and then secondly, um, I really want to stay in the game of tennis and participate in a senior citizen tournament um, where um, I mean, I don't have to win. I don't have to be great, but I just want to participate and experience that environment. Um, and after um, while I do all of those things, um, I also want to take up swimming and learn how to play piano. So, you know, these are a lot of things I put off in my life in pursuit of career, ambition and family. And I think now the time has come for me to um, uh, just, you know, embark on these new things and grow uh, and meet new people. And that's that's a great list because you're using both your right and left brain in many of those activities. So I uh, I the one thing that I also would suggest and you've already actually done it by saying that out loud is is share those goals with your friends your family so that it's real and yes you can kind of hold yourself accountable i have a really a bit goofy transition or tradition i should say my birthday is beginning of january right after new year's so it's always a time for resolutions and i'll videotape usually and put it on Facebook. Here are the things I'm going to accomplish. So, you know, this year it was um, play the ukulele because <laughs> I failed at learning how to play the guitar. So I still need to, you know, play the ukulele, take a sculpture class, which I've already completed and, and accomplished and really found a lot of joy in that. And I think some of what I learned will will spill over into my art practice. Um, of course, travel. And um, yeah, those are sort of the big things. But um, I also at one point in my life want to record an album. Wow. That Just, would be amazing. I can see you. I can see you uh, pairing the music with your art. Your art yes. is already music inspired. So right. I, I can I can visualize you immediately in your art exhibit while the music you produced is playing in the background. Yeah. Um, and I may be the DJ there playing <laughs> that would, music for you. I would love that. It'll be performance art because I really can't sing. So I'll have to. It'll be spoken word over music. How's that? That's that's exactly right. <laughs> Right. That's exactly right. All right. Well, we covered a bunch of things today, but we always want to leave the audience with something practical. So we, we've talked about 
finding your next thing. We've talked about transition. Uh, would strongly encourage you to read the book, A Hundred Year Life uh, by Linda Grafton. We'll put that in the show notes. Take inventory of what you have interest in learning and what already lights you up. And for those of you who really want to get organized, there's also apps like The Bucket List, um, Productive is another app that you can start to put some of the details in and even, you know, break up the bucket list into tasks. You know, some of the things might be like, as you mentioned, Mugay, playing tennis. Well, the first thing is sign up for a lesson, go shopping for your outfits. <laughs> that's that's exactly right. Take one small step, no matter how tiny, towards something new that you always wanted to try and maybe put off. Exactly. Exactly. And if, and if those, if those things you want to accomplish include travel, we do have a sponsor keys to the castle and Chris Oaks and his team have some wonderful packages. So we will provide uh, his information as well as, um, you know, certain offers for folks who subscribe to our podcast and use the, the promo code fire up. Is there anything else you think we should cover before we sign off today? Mugay? Um, I, I think, I think we covered a lot of ground. Um, I would say, um, uh, continue to work on your vision board, uh, whether it's uh, writing down, videotaping, talking to others on what you want to go do next. Um, and, uh, uh, I tend to keep a vacation vision board, um, that includes all the places that I want to go see, um, so that when the opportunity presents itself and, uh, we have a great partner in Chris, I can go do those things. So, um, I, I, I think um, uh, we covered a lot of ground. I would say uh, go do something new, uh, even if it is a walk in a different neighborhood. Just uh, just, you know, um, change your environment um, and right. uh, and look at every um, uh, opportunity coming your way um, as really an opportunity to grasp and make the most of it. Uh, even if at the first sight, it may appear um, a setback because um, probably it probably it's going to propel you uh, to the next best thing. And we That's all right. have that in our lives. Exactly. It's all about staying in the game, as you said earlier. Stay, stay in the game. <laughs> stay in the game. And I think as somebody said, um, I think like 80% of accomplishing anything is showing up. That's right. right. You have to show up. You don't show up. Nothing is going to happen. So you got to show right. up, show up in your kids lives. show up in your uh, friend circle, show up in your community, just show up. Um, and uh, and the other thing I'll say I tell to myself is um, you don't have to master these things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, learn, you can experiment, you can try, you can have fun with it. And, and maybe you love it. You get better over time. Um, but I think this is less about mastery and more about uh, being out there. Yes, agree. I always say, don't be afraid to suck at something new. Yes, yes, you have exactly. To you have to just try. Yeah, you have to just try. So um, so thank you all for tuning in. Um, please subscribe to our podcast, tell your friends, and uh, give us a, a rating, right? So if you liked what you heard, give us uh, a rating positively, and that'll help others find our session. Thanks so much. And Mugay, it was great connecting with you. As it was awesome. It okay. was a pleasure always. Take care and drink a lot of water. <laughs> Will do. All right. <laughs> Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Our hope is to spark a little joy. 
inspire, and educate our listeners in ways to live an even more meaningful life. If you have reactions to share from what you've heard, please visit our website, refirement.life, to leave a voice message. You may even be featured in a future episode. To keep in touch, subscribe to our podcast, Refirement Life, using the podcast player of your choice. Always remember, you are never too old to set a new goal or to dream a new dream. Thanks again for joining us on this episode. Until next time.